Kim Kardashian West is headed to the White House today to talk about criminal justice reform. We'll tell you more about her new mission. Also, Life Church pastor Craig Groeschel has been put in isolation following possible exposure to the coronavirus. And we take a look at some of the most anticipated movies of 2020. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Everyone, I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up. But first, I'm going to tell you that today's episode of Relevant Daily is brought to you by our church leadership podcast called, each week on called, pastors, leaders, innovators, and activists, including people like John Eldridge, Julia Veach, Rob Hoskins, Eugene Cho, Rebecca Lyons, N.T. Wright, Darius Daniels, Kim Walker-Smith, and a ton of others. Join us to talk about issues impacting people in church leadership today. The goal of Called is to equip church leaders with knowledge and insights to make a greater impact, but also to discuss issues that are close to the personal lives of people in ministry, like soul care, mental health, and protecting ministry marriages. If you or someone that you know are in ministry, you're definitely going to want to check out Called. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. All right, to tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, how's it going, man? Hey, Jesse. Happy Wednesday. Thanks, man. So first up, uh, Kim Kardashian was back in Washington, D.C. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's headed back to the White House. Actually, we found this found out about this in a tweet. She explained that she'd be meeting President Donald Trump along with three women who recently had their sentences commuted by the president and are now free. Kim said, quote, Today, Alice, Crystal, Judith, Tynese, and I, along with the Cut 50 team, will be at the White House bringing light to these women and discuss more change that our justice system desperately needs. Tell her, what can you tell us about the Cut 50 team and these three women who accompanied uh, Kim Kardashian to the White House? Why, why were these three individuals with her? Yeah, as we discussed uh, on this podcast a few times, Kim Kardashian West has really developed a big interest in justice reform. And uh, and Cut 50 is a criminal justice reform group. It was co-founded by Van Jones, who we spoke with uh, Relevant uh, just a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, as she pointed out on Twitter, she said, President Trump commuted the sentences of three really deserving women. I didn't hear much about it in the news, so I wanted to share with you their stories. I had the pleasure of spending the day with these women today, along with Alice Johnson, who helped pick these women. Uh, She said Crystal Munoz was sentenced to 20 years in prison for conspiracy to possess and distribute marijuana. She left behind a five-month-old baby and was pregnant. Crystal was shackled by prison guards during the birth of her second daughter. Her case was highlighted in the First Step Act. Crystal's case was highlighted in the First Step Act, which banned the degrading and, and inhumane treatment of shackling female prisoners during childbirth. That first step act she referenced there, that used to be called the Formerly Incarcerated Reentry Society Transform Safety Transitioning Every Person Act, uh, first step. And that was signed into law by President Trump in 2018. And it has a lot of protections for inmates and their prison reforms. It's, it's a good bill. I'm glad that it's out yeah. there. Kardashian West also went on to tell Tiny's Halls and, and Judith Negron's story. She said Judith was sentenced to 35 years in prison for conspiracy to commit health care fraud. She said, quote, after trial, she received the longest sentence ever given to a female for white collar crime. A mother. She left two young sons. This was Judith's first ever offense. Wardens and staff alike spoke glowingly of the incredible contributions Judith made to the prison while incarcerated. 
She also told the story of Tynese Hall. Tynese, she said, was sentenced to 35 years in prison for a first-time nonviolent drug conspiracy. Her boyfriend at the time used her house for his illegal drug activities. She was only 22 years old when she went to prison and left behind a three-year-old. Tynese rehabilitated herself and prepared for a future outside of prison by completing numerous classes, becoming certified in various trades. You know, this is something I know for a long time it was sort of in vogue for people like us, the, the chatterbox class, to throw shade at Kim Kardashian West for being famous for no reason at all. And, uh, and But with what she's done here, I really take back every main thing I've ever said about her over the past couple of months, her commitment to really leveraging her fame and her voice to get people out of jail and, and to try to yeah. make that make changes at a systemic level is just super impressive and has been so cool to observe and, and report on from the sidelines. And, and and certainly, you know, using her platform to tell the stories of these individual women and, you know, credit where credit was due, the Trump administration for commuting their sentences and allowing oh, yeah. them to tell their stories of the desperate need for criminal justice system reform. So hopefully, you know, after their first meeting, the First Step Act was signed. So hopefully uh, this meeting will also lead to some meaningful legislation and reforms. Taylor, moving on, I want to talk about Craig Groeschel. He is the pastor of Life Church, a, a very popular pastor. He's written for us numerous times. He's been on uh, in Relevant on the podcast uh, countless times over the years. Uh, kind of a, a, um, a scary situation. He is currently in isolation right now. What can you tell us? Yeah, he's the pastor. Like you said, Life Church. That's one of America's biggest churches. It actually has about 90,000 members all told across all its campuses. It has campuses in something like 10 states. Groeschel is the senior pastor of Life Church. Uh, Bobby Grunewald is also a pastor there. They were in Germany at a leadership conference. It was cut short after an attendee came down with COVID-19. It's the actual name of the disease caused by the new coronavirus. So Tyler, despite them being in isolation right now, they're they're all right, right? They they are okay, and right now this is just out of an abundance of caution. We don't know if they have coronavirus. And neither of them are showing symptoms, and even if they are, these guys are both you know they're relatively young. They're in good health. This most likely, based on what we know about COVID nineteen, wouldn't be a huge danger to their lives. But of course, this is a very contagious virus. They will be in isolation, away from their churches and family members for two weeks. Grunewald released a statement to RNS, who first reported this story, saying, quote, Pastor Craig and I are at home and healthy. Uh, he said, quote, while en route home from Germany, we were made aware of the situation at the conference. We immediately notified health authorities and have followed every recommendation out of an abundance of caution. We have been isolated in our homes the entire time, even limited from interaction with our families. We have no symptoms and someone is checking in on us regularly. So right now, this is a, a, a preemptive thing just to make sure that they are all right. And if they do have COVID-19, that it can pass while they're in isolation and doesn't pass around. Tyler, speaking of the coronavirus, are there any updates in the fight against COVID-19? Mm -hmm. So the virus appears to be slowing in China. That's good news. It was first discovered there late last year, but reported cases continue to spread around the world. There are 100 reported cases, and uh, as of this recording right now, 10 confirmed deaths in the U.S. The Trump administration has now announced that any American can get tested as long as a doctor deems it necessary. So far, South Korea, Iran, and Italy 
Party remain the worst hit nations outside of China. Now, there is a global race to create a vaccine that's on, but doctors are really cautioning that that's kind of a down the road situation. It could be months before one can be created, tested, and effectively distributed. So, right now, the really important thing is to focus on prevention and containment. And that's uh, like I'm sure you've heard from many other people, including us on this podcast. Make sure you're practicing hygiene very, very diligently. Uh, make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure you're uh, taking care when it comes to preventing food. And if you feel like you have a cold or a flu, then uh, make sure to use those sick days. Don't be a hero. Go ahead and, and take good care of yourself and uh, hopefully things should be fine. We talked about this at length on the Relevant Podcast on Tuesday's Relevant Podcast over at the Mothership there, Jesse. We spoke to a expert in disaster outbreak who advised yeah. us on how churches can be useful and, and their communities with coronavirus right now. I would encourage people to go check that out if you want more information on COVID-19. Well, finally, Tyler, uh, over on the site today, you put together an, a really cool list of some of the most anticipated movies of the year. People can look at the full list of 25, mm-hmm. but we're coming up short on time here. So let's just talk about a couple. What are a couple that you are really excited about coming up in the next few months? Yeah, it's, it looks like it's going to be a fun year, especially for kind of like those big tentpole releases. Obviously, it's always fun to be surprised by a movie that nobody saw coming. That it's like kind of yeah. like Parasite happened last year. We didn't know about it, but then it won Best Picture and it, and it deserved it. Uh, a few that I'm really pumped about. For example, I, I'm a big fan uh, of Dinas Villeneuve, who did Blade Runner 2049, Arrival, Prisoners, Sicario. And now he's got this year Dune, the uh, the sci-fi classic that was written by uh, by Frank Herbert. It's got a huge cast. I'm a big fan of the book and uh, and this I'm a big fan of his work. So I think the movie could end up being a lot of fun. Also very, very excited about In the Heights. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah. has actually written two Broadway musicals. Uh, one of them, you, you know, In the Heights was kind of pre him becoming really famous for... Uh, for Hamilton. And this one looks like a lot of fun. The trailer is very moving and then the music is really, really excellent. It's got a great cast. I'm a big fan of John Chu, who is directing it. He directed Crazy Rich Asians. I think this is going to be a really fun movie and can hopefully kind of do for the musical movie what Cats didn't quite pull off. Uh, and then the last one I'll mention is I, I think people know that I'm a fan of the MCU, but I'm really intrigued by this Eternals movie, which is based on a franchise that not a lot of people know about. Uh, that, that even like a lot of diehard Marvel nerds aren't really familiar. This is a very like C-level, D-level team that has a really cool cast behind it, really cool filmmaker that's involved in it. Uh, I think it's good between like Angelina Jolie, Kamel Nanjiani, Gemma Chan, Kit Harington, Brian Tyree Henry. This is a, a this could be a really weird movie that allows this franchise, the MCU franchise, to get outside the box a little bit and really try some new things that it hasn't been able to in the past. I'm excited about it. What are you looking at? Out of the Tell- list that I put together, what are you looking for? Yeah, so Tyler, tell me about one more movie. Uh, oh, sure. The one that I'm really looking forward to is uh, the the upcoming movie from Christopher Nolan. I'm sort of a, a Christopher Nolan completist. Sure. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. I know he's so, sort of polarizing. What do we know about Tenet? So Tenet, we, <laughs> we don't know much about it. <laughs> he's keeping it really, really under wraps. Uh, we don't know what a Tenet is. We don't really know what the plot of this movie is. But the trailer, as Christopher Nolan is wont to do, is spectacular, as I'm sure many That's people awesome. know. Yeah. There's also a, uh, you can only see it in IMAX, but there you can see the opening scene at the beginning of some IMAX movies coming out between now and Tenet's actual release. It looks like it's some sort of heist movie, maybe some time travel involved in it. Really good cast, John David Washington, Robert 
Robert Pattinson, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Elizabeth Debicki. And it's uh, it's probably going to be another one of those, uh, you, you know if this movie is for you. If you're a fan of Christopher Nolan's movies, this looks like a, a an absolute, like, straight line bullseye Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, you and I are Christopher Nolan guys, so I don't think there's any reason to think yeah. we're going to be too disappointed on this one. Well, hey, people can go to relevantmagazine.com and check out the full list of the 25 movies we can't wait for later this year. Tyler, thank you, man. Hey, thanks, Jesse. And you can read everything else we're covering, including more about these stories over at relevantmagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Get our weekly newsletter, subscribe to our other podcasts, and don't forget, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily.